0: Wowie, woo, wow. Welcome back. You're listening to another episode of Amateur Hour, a professional sports podcast by people who have never, ever, ever played professional sports. I'm your host, Max, along with... Shreyas. And this podcast is brought to you by the Believe Network. Every topic, every team, everywhere. Hashtag, do you believe. And without further ado, let's talk sports. (music) Hour. Welcome, welcome, welcome to 95, 95, 1995, 95, Nine baby. Uh, we have got some major trades in the NBA. We have got the new crowned king and we have got a superb owl. Just kidding. The Super Bowl, uh, all that <laughs> and more. Uh, there's a lot of juicy content on this bone that we're going to talk about today. Uh, and Shrey, without further ado, let's let's dive right in the weekly highs so i've got the weekly highs this week and i guess the first thing i'll go personal uh so i survived uh the waste management open at the bar uh it was nuts oh wow it was a lot of people we were on like full go full blast um some days some shifts i was like i'm barely above water but we you know we did it you know because there's just so much stuff to do um but you know, a couple a couple shifts we had like the dream team on, like the best bartenders. Uh, I myself, one of the best bar backs. So you know, it was mm-hmm. good. it was a lot of fun. Um, I mean, Hell it's yeah. good. We we made some good money, and everybody had a good time. Nobody died, so I'll mm. take that as a W. <laughs> but it was good. Uh, we survived, and it was good. I would do it all again. Honestly, it, it was a lot of fun. So that's my monthly yeah. really high. Uh, it was it was good for my sports high, Shrey. Mm -hmm. You've seen this. Everybody's seen it. With a turnaround jumping fadeaway, LeBron freaking James is now the NBA's all-time leading scorer. Mm. Wow. Say what you will about LeBron and his politics and people don't like him for his off-the-court stuff, but to do that, to break a record that most people thought literally unbreakable, he, I have, I tip my hat as far as it can go. That is insane.
1: It's, yeah, it's crazy to think about the longevity, right? And, it, and, and people have mentioned this before, and I actually read, um, the Substack article by Kareem Abdul Jabbar, right? Uh, great article if you haven't, if you haven't seen Kareem Abdul Jabbar has a Substack. He wrote a, he wrote a little blog article about, his feelings about LeBron breaking his record. Um, and people have said this before uh, the record was broken. How great of a player Kareem Abdul-Jabbar was to have that record for so long at a time that you, you didn't shoot threes and longevity was really tough in those early years. The shoes the that NBA. these guys
0: played in. Oh my God.
1: Insane. Like I, I'm pretty sure like, like, if Magic was playing in low tops and stuff. Like it's, it was insane. They were
0: playing in Converse with like a with yeah. like a cardboard sole. Yeah, if Magic we it, took the <laughs> shoes that we had today and brought them back. Larry Bird would have been in the league for a long time. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, exactly, exactly. Oh, like seriously, know, and you think about football. the
0: raw strength of the '90s. Now you add a little bit of like boost in the shoes. Sean Kemp would have been like hitting his head on the backboard every single time
1: for sure. For oh my sure. Gosh. Oh yeah. my God, he would have been an insane dunker. But like Kareem, Wait, so
0: longevity. Right? Kareem did it in a time he did we it. We just like, wow. He
1: sh- he made he made one three in his career, Max. He made one three in his career. He played for twenty years. Nineteen. That's more than years. Ben Simmons. For twenty 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 one years, I think. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Ben Simmons has won. Won, right? Does he so. one one right. i have one. Or He has no, one I or think two. Has, I think he has more than one. I'll he has look more than well, one. Keep, keep going. I'll look it up. So it's it's just really insane to to think about that career of of Kareem, right? How he has five threes. Okay, Ben Simmons is five threes. Okay. Ben Simmons shooter. over Kareem, shooter. I'll leave him open. <laughs> ben Simmons greater than Kareem. we we figured out the we figured it out. Uh, no, obviously, I'm ju- I'm just kidding. But but right, yeah, but, yeah. But but. In a time where longevity to play twenty years, right? like unmatched, like no one ever did it before that, and now knowing, like you know, now we got to kind of appreciate Kareem through LeBron when LeBron broke his um, when LeBron broke his record. I feel like that was a really important part about this record was how uh, how people kind of got to relive all the moments of Kareem while also reliving all the moments of LeBron's career. Those yeah. two together uh, were really, really special. Well,
0: right. You talk about, um, you know, I think the good conversation excludes two prominent Lakers, Kareem and Kobe, a lot. Um, but, yeah, you. I mean, 30,000 30, points. Insane. And he's going to go over 40K. 000, LeBron. Right. And he's, this is the thing that I got to say. So, like I said at the beginning, say what you will about LeBron. Uh, you know, I, I, he said some stuff where I'm just like, dude, What? What, you know, it's LeBron, LaChina, LaMickey, you know, all those jokes. But for him in a basketball sense, for him to play like he does and keep up with these insane young athletes at 38 years old, 20 years in the NBA and to still be able to just drop 46, 45, a 50 piece, you know, triple, double, 10 assists. For him to do that still at this age and this level, and to consistently do that, it's not like he's breaking out every once in a while. Like he is consistently scoring. He is still a phenomenal player. So for that, I have to give him props. And Trey, to be honest with you, I've been thinking about the goat argument and the fact that if I'm just looking at it as a basketball perspective, I know Jordan mm-hmm. is one more. Mm-hmm. But I mean, LeBron, man, he, he's starting. And my opinion's starting to change on like who the greatest of all time is, just from like a player perspective.
1: Can I give you? Can I give you two hot takes?
0: Give Give them to me.
1: Okay. Ah Ah. What? Well, the first one. I think people are, and and we've given to LeBron his just due right now. Okay, so I just want to keep. I want to put that to the side for a second. Okay. I think people are overrating this record in terms of the goat conversation. And what I mean by that is, I don't think this record is what sur- makes him surpass Jordan or kareem or magic as or bird as the goat like i i don't think this record i think a scoring record i think i think that goat conversation has to come down to playoff performances longevity winning well, he's won the longevity championships by a lot. exactly Seven so that's now so yeah. that's part of it i i don't think i don't think the the regular season scoring record like when when people talk about Brady. Are people gonna say, oh, he's the passing yards oh, leader? Yeah. That's why he's the GOAT? <laughs> right. No. Like people are gonna talk about the championships first, right? And so I think I think that's the well, six rings, too. Yeah. I'm
0: just, oh, I'm holding up seven. Yeah, because anytime oh, anything does anything. So, exactly. Right.
1: So you like that's the first thing you hold up, right? So I think people overrate are overrating this in the GOAT conversation. The record in and of itself okay.
0: is is an amazing record. But it's, in tandem with everything else. That's kind of what I'm saying. Right, yeah, but, but
1: the people that were saying, Oh, LeBron's the scoring king now. That's what makes him the GOAT. No. I don't, I don't, I don't believe your opinion. I don't like it. I think everything else that he does comes before why. And that should call him a goat before you even get to the scoring record. All like right. That, okay. All right. That's okay. fine. That's fine. Second, second hot take. I'm a little peeved at LeBron for uh, like not playing for some for a couple of games after scoring the record because of the ankle injury. I know he's back. Uh, as of recording this episode, Let's try to give the man a break. But what's the point? If he, I, everyone knew no, he had he the ankle do, injury. He
0: wanted to do a media tour. That's why he put on Every, his finest suits and he went around with all his. Everyone on knew he, he just...
1: had the. Everyone knew he had the, and, the, and the and the and the ten minutes max. Ten minutes. Of, of celebration mid game 10 minutes do you know what was, was 10 minutes long have i said it It it's was ten. it was really that long 10 minutes i get it i he, i get it you do the do the the kareem thing uh the, obviously the kareem handshake and the, the post game performance uh, post game conversations and everything with tnt i thought were the most important But everyone coming in, all like 90,000 reporters on the court, family, and then they not only did they do 10 minutes mid game, the next game they did a pregame like ceremony.
0: Yeah, I saw that. I
1: thought the guy retired. (laughs) I was so confused. I was like, Did LeBron retire after he got the score? No, he didn't. And the worst part, he didn't play the game. He didn't play the game. I told you because he was doing a media tour. Oh my gosh! I get I like and the scoring record amazing. Twenty years, even more amazing. But come on, he didn't play the game. He didn't play the game. They gave him. They gave him. They gave him like a Kobe like jersey retirement. Oh my gosh! It's fine.
0: You know, I I oh. get it. I get it. Uh, but I just thought I If you did uh, something that incredible, Louis, literally, you no, know, we just talked about it. We said this thing we thought was unbreakable, I know. and he did. Okay, Let okay. The man, celebrate the second oh one. Oh, My God, the
1: second celebration. Did we need yes. the second celebration? Yes, we
0: did. We needed more. Did Lake we need the LeBron in the there. suit
1: and glasses? Talking, honestly, saying his this...
0: fit. No, his fit was so his fit was dripped out no, so much fit, that I'm not even mad at it.
1: I like the first all black suit. I thought that was fine. yeah um the fit was good the fit was good but i didn't need the same thing said over again in a pre-game conversation pre-game like uh i don't know celebration for I a just game want to he thank doesn't...
0: the fans the media he didn't play fans. in the game max like yeah i know
1: like like i don't know i it, i'm not like mad mad i'm just kind of like come on yeah oh, it sounds
0: like you're mad man maybe maybe i am i gotta get it i think this is perfect keep that rage going and bring us to the lows tell us what was bad this week
1: (laughs) the lows all right max um i'm gonna start with i'm gonna start with my sports low max uh and it's kind of an obscure one but it's something that uh i was very confused about and it, it goes back to coaching and how um i really believe for developmental teams right the coaching in the nba um can be really key when you're when your team has a lot of talent it's more about ego management right when your team is more was younger and it's you know it's in the rebuilding that's when it's super key because when you have all these developmental pieces you're trying to figure out which people which players are core players and you're trying to give everyone uh a good chance to thrive so that you can figure out your future. Who's going to stay, who's going to be not going to be a part of it. Right. Mm -hmm. And I set that up because I'm, I want to talk about the Houston Rockets Max. The Houston Rockets are uh, not good. They're not good, (laughs) but there are, but there are players on the team that everyone should enjoy watching. If you're an NBA fan, right. And should want to see, and should want to see more of, especially if you're watching those kind of games. Kevin Porter Jr., Jalen Green, right, Jabari Smith Jr., Alperin Shingun, yeah. yeah, right. Those like KJ Martin, they have some K.J. good Martin, players. I say. Yeah, they got some good players, but their coach Stephen Silas made some comments uh, and has done some things with that team that I've I'm just not a fan of, and I just I don't understand it. I think honestly shouldn't be part of this rebuilding process if he's going to if he's going to make decisions like this the Mm -hmm. first was in the beginning of the year he benched shangun for bruno fernando and usman garuba and they were starting over him uh this is your this is your first round pick from the year before this is the guy that you wanted to make a part of your core and that's why you traded christian wood to the dallas mavericks right so like he's your center for the future you bench him to start the year. Everyone is confused. Why is Shingoon getting benched? He should have been the starter from the beginning. Fine. They kind of figured it out. Obviously, we know Shingoon is good. Shocker, Silas. Shocker. He's good. The second thing happened just the other day. Uh, and it was uh, Silas talking about Jabari Smith Jr., Jabari Smith Jr., the third overall pick for the Rockets in this past draft, the 2022 draft. Right, He said uh, talking about Smith he is young and trying to find his way. What Jabari has grit what? and toughness and tries defensively and he is not given much at all. What? And then uh, this is from um, Alkan Bijani. This is one of the Rockets uh, media members. At the end of his quote he says I don't run any plays for Jabari. I don't run any plays for Jabari. Wow. What's the point of drafting him? Who's Who are you running plays for? Kevin Porter Jr. is hurt, right? Yeah. Okay, Jalen Green, obviously, you're running plays for. Shingoon you're going to run through him. But your third overall pick, you can't find any plays in your system for? Yeah, what? Are you trying to develop the guy? Are you trying to leave him out to, like, hang to dry? Like oh my god i'm i I saw that comment and I was like, "Wow, what's the point of picking that high if your coach is basically gonna straight up tell you to your face that we're not gonna use him the way we should be using him mm-hmm. and coming out of the draft, Smith was basically like a he's categorized at this like as this like k d type prospect, right like uh, he's good, he's really slim good. can hit threes defensively he's uh, r- above average, if not like really great for his position, like as that small forward, power forward hybrid to say that we don't run any, we don't run any plays for him was appalling. I don't understand it at all. And, um, and he's been playing really good too. Like, obviously he's been inconsistent.
0: Here, no, no, yeah. But here first year stats. Okay. And this mm-hmm. is, we now have to take into consideration this comment for context. With his own coach stabbing him in the back, (laughs) his coach. (laughs) He is still averaging twelve points on almost basically a thirty-eight percent shooting. Yeah, thirty-nine, pretty much thirty-eight point nine. Yeah, thirty-nine. You know, it's not terrible. Thirty percent from three, and not great, not great, not great. But that's fine. He doesn't. It doesn't look like he takes a ton of attempts. So, rebounds, seven rebounds. And then 1.2 assists per game, half a steal and a block per game. Defensively, he's all that he could ask for. So with his coach stabbing him in the back, 12 points a
1: game and seven rebounds is solid. So c- clearly the usage could be higher and should be higher for I a player like so. that. But if he's not getting in rhythm because you're not running any plays for him. Yeah. What's the, what's the point of having him like trade him to uh, a team that'll want him then. <laughs> and it will run plays for him. Like, yeah. I was just shocked by that that answer. Uh, I don't know what the question was. Uh it must have been something about you utilizing Jabari. Um, but to give that answer, to be so candid about it, uh, it's not something you should be proud of if you're Steven Silas. So um mm. that's my that's my sports low. For my personal low, Max, I, I I wanna I wanna talk a little bit about I wanna ask you a question. I kind of want to bring you into my personal low. Um we saw the Super Bowl. But a big part of the Super Bowl for a lot of people are the ads. Right? Yeah. Um Max, I want to ask you cuz I have my I have my worst ad. What I thought was my worst ad for the Super Bowl. What do you think was a low for the Super Bowl ads this year?
0: I don't know, Shrey, because I I wasn't when at the bar when the ads come on, we turn music up. So I didn't get to hear <laughs> or watch any of the ads.
1: So, 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 so all, all the ads were lows. So all the ads
0: were lows. We just muted those. We just Can, I give, can I give
1: one in particular that I thought was just I? I thought. think you feel like Horrible. you
0: have an ad that you want to.
1: Horrible. And I don't understand it. It was a Doritos ad. It was a Doritos ad. It had Jack Harlow. And I've. Ugh, I was a I was an early supporter of Jack Harlow. Um I would. I started listening to his music probably around the end of 2019, um, before he made "What's Poppin'." And he had his like early, early stuff. Um, but ever since he came into the the limelight and started doing more media stuff, uh, I just don't care a lot for his uh, standard media stuff. When he kind of yeah. acts like himself, and when he's with Drewski, and like he's kind of like chumming around
0: how did drewski get famous because i don't know what he does
1: I, I, he's like an inst- he i think off of instagram probably right he did like he did like short comedy instagram stuff and oh okay and then and then he and then once he like got the co-sign from drake and drake started using him uh in his like he was in the uh laugh now cry later music oh, okay. video and stuff right yeah. so after that obviously you get the drake co-sign you're you're huge now yeah um but this jack Harlow, <laughs> uh, uh. Doritos commercial was based around the Dorito being a triangle, a shape of a triangle You've and that
0: Jack Har- I don't care.
1: And that Jack Harlow was going to uh scrap his whole rap career and then focus on playing the triangle, like the instrument. What? And that now they're now jack harlow is doing the triangle everybody wants to play the triangle and then at the grammys they have a a a a thing about uh an award for who played the best triangle and then jack harlow doesn't win elton john wins and elton john pops up on stage and it doesn't make any sense they paid (laughs) millions of dollars (laughs) to celebrities to make a bat, uh, yeah, okay.
0: horrible.
1: So I, just, I I wanted to bring that up as my low because I had to sit through that okay. commercial. And yeah, get that's a low. Well, I don't confused. even. You, you're trying to
0: describe this for me and for our <laughs> listeners, and I, I lost it as <laughs> everyone. Taritos, everyone just went to everyone. Went to, we just went to sleep. Went to sleep. Went to sleep. Everyone. Was that's good. Sleep I can understand the pain of that ad. I'm sorry you had to watch that. I'm yeah, glad thank you, I thank you, well, <laughs> yeah, thank you. Say, you know what else you've done though. That was a good thing. Is you've set us up with the perfect transition mm-hmm. because I want to talk about the Super Bowl. The Super
1: Bowl
0: uh, Kansas City versus the Philadelphia Eagles. Um, I gotta say, fun Super Bowl, mm-hmm. terrible oh, ending, a, a, terrible ending, but a, I would say fun. incredible game. Yeah, I would say a really good oh, game. Oh, yeah, way better than last year, oh, way sure. better than the year before. Mm-hmm. Um, it was back and forth, it was super close. Like, Philly goes up big early, Kansas City's second half team comes back. Philly still is able to score. They're both hanging on. It's right there. Game-winning yeah. field goal. Ah, got it. That's crazy. The circumstances leading to the game-winning field goal. Ah, come on. That's. The Matt, refs it, win again. The refs The refs put their grubby paws all over this game to get the script
1: right. Shades of the AFC Championship, Max. Um, oh, my God. Mahomes. And we talked about that Mahomes penalty, and we were like. I And, like, at the time, I said I understood the. That it was a penalty. And was this one a penalty too, Max? Yes, by the, by the letter of the law, this it's was a by penalty. By the letter of the law. I know, I know. This was, you, this you was. Can't, you can't. Did penalty. they call it? Yes. Were they consistent? No, there were times that they could have called it uh, before this. Before that's that a, He
0: said, that's what the uh, the guy said. I forget his name. He said in, the post, in his pre, post-game interview, he's like, look, I, want, I was trying to get away with it. There were some calls that got away with it earlier in the game. And, you know, I was hoping they wouldn't call and they did.
1: Yeah, Bradbury. Yeah, Bradbury was the one that uh, he did. The, he had a first kind of play with Juju Smith-Schuster, and uh, yes, and they didn't call it. So he said, "Okay." Uh, he probably thought to himself, "I can't let this guy get past me. I'm gonna try it again. They probably won't call it, and then they called the second one." Yes, it should have been called. Did it feel good? No. That's what I'm trying. I think that's what we're we're trying to decipher here, and what we're trying to separate is like. The call from how we should feel about the call, and the call, good, fine, should have happened. How we feel about it based on the situation, what happened before. But you already said the calls
0: should have been called earlier in the game. That's the yeah. whole point is con- it's consistency with it. You can't just pick and choose when it's convenient for your NFL script.
1: Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Uh, the one script thing we means can this year we're really good though. Max, one thing we can uh, take away that we can all consider. We can all agree on coming out of the Super Bowl is that we all do not like Juju Smith-Schuster. I think we That's can all a fact. Uh, consensus Dude, agree his, that we his do downfall
0: like started when he was on the Steelers and he was dancing on them logos, <laughs> <laughs> and they lost. I think they lost like it was like six out of seven games that he danced on a logo.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And then uh, one that? of them, and then one of them, uh, he danced on the logo. I think before a Bengals game. And then uh, he also gave up the game losing fumble. <laughs> yeah. Got a gritty this boy. Yeah, dude. Um, yeah. So that that whole Twitter thing and th- the fact that Bradbury owned up to it. I, you know what's so odd is that I expect I expected way less from the Eagles being uh, and like the whole like especially the Eagles team. I expected less. What um, in the Super Bowl? No, no, no. Expected less in terms of response. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Because yeah. it's Philly, and we talk. We look at the Sixers, and they're always crying about things, right? On the Sixers, yeah. Um, but with the Eagles, I, I can honestly say everyone that came, everyone that came out of that Eagles game as a player or a coach or a front office member, said all the right things and and took the higher ground about everything in that last call and everything coming out of that game. And I was so impressed. Um, Bradbury took full responsibility for that holding. He said, they got to call it like it was holding. Um, the, the coach, Sirianni, he didn't say anything about it. The ref did his job. Roseman, the GM, did like everybody. I was like, what is happening? I am so not used to this coming out of Philly. And being from Boston, I'm like, no, 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 you got to be worse than us. That's the whole you know what I mean that's the whole thing. Like, we can't be number 30. Oh no. <laughs> yeah, we can't we can't um be the worst acting uh, behavioral uh players and fans, you know what I mean? So I know.
0: No, they did. They yeah. No, that was a good so I mean, I, like, like I said, yeah. the Super Bowl, the actual game was a lot of fun. It was it was actually a really good Super Bowl. Yeah. Um yeah, yeah, I Kansas thought he's got another one. Two in four years. That's that's pretty good, especially two, two and after four years after oh. losing Tyreek Hill and everybody's like, yeah. and some ups and downs. Like last year was a big L. Mm-hmm. Um, but man, to come back and just do it.
1: Yeah, but, I mean, um, we definitely, uh, uh, we could probably go back into our archives and try to see what we talked about the Chiefs before the season. Um, I would say, if I remember, I'm not sure. People can... Like find out the information for me. I would say we weren't as critical about the Chiefs. We were definitely doubtful about how well they would do, um, and would they be at a Super Bowl level post Tyree Kill? Yeah, I wouldn't say we thought they were like, like, oh, they're gonna be bad. Yeah, I didn't. I don't think. And we there was a certain building
0: too when everybody was hating on them that mm-hmm. we we did recognize. We're like, you can't do that because it's still the Chiefs. They still have Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelce. Exactly, and that's all they. And, and, and we figured out that's all you need. So. And
1: Andy Reid, yeah, and, and some Wilford of this, Brimley. <laughs> <laughs> Wilford Burnley, yep. Um, so I, I just thought a lot of the and one thing i want to point out before we we finish the topic is uh just how well andy andy reed called those plays especially at the goal line um and those running plays where the eagles have a really good run defense max like top-notch run defense sue um uh sweat like you know what i mean like they have that fletcher cock like they have unreal players and I, am not, I'm not sure about the injuries. I kind of forgot who was playing um, on the D line. Let me just check. Uh, Oh, they, so they didn't have Fletcher Cox. Oh, they did have Fletcher Cox. So yeah, Hassan Reddick, Hargrave. Like they have great players on that defensive line and it felt like Pacheco and Mahomes all got lanes to run uh, and pick up huge chunks of yards, especially on first down. Um, That really, that's really what, of cost them the defense kind of letting them down and we thought we knew immediately uh when the eagles were having their rise that their defense was their best asset Mm -hmm. that was their that was their like bread and butter they win games on defense and they do enough and and hurts obviously playing at an mvp level mvp type level um but the defense was like the calling card right like that's what everyone said no you gotta that defense is scary like watch out it yeah. kind of broke down at the end of that game, Max. No, they were up twenty-four to ten time. at halftime.
0: Yeah, and no, then they I get, watching it, they no, up. yeah, the the Kansas City, like you said, did a great job of dissecting the defense because there were some plays where they would just shoot a pass up the gut and nobody was there, and I'm like, you, that's just good play calling. <laughs> yeah, and it was that's all Kelsey, is.
1: and Kelsey's so good at finding the soft spot in zones and and just yeah. being in the right place at the right time, um, and. Andy Reid schemed up so many good plays. The the two touchdowns to Sky Moore and to Kadarius Tony, wide open touchdowns like not even like 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 third like twenty feet from people. You know what I mean? Like that was just insane. And then Travis Kelsey can do whatever he wants. The touchdown to him was was phenomenal. Right over the shoulder reminded me of Gronk against Seattle. If you remember mm-hmm. that first uh, Gronk touchdown. Uh, over the shoulder i was like yeah that 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 was what sort of reminds me of but otherwise it is phenomenal game
0: yeah i agree all right stray give me your fantasy picks for
1: the week uh i'm gonna start first with uh you know being from being from new england being from massachusetts uh i gotta pick a boston player to start max and i'm gonna start with Derek white um he's on an unreal tear right now uh and he is easter conference player of the week uh just last week so if you have an opportunity to add him, uh, add him while he's hot right now. I know Marcus Smart is back, um, and his minutes have gone down since, but his defensive contributions, his ability to assist—he had three straight ten assists, ten plus assist games. Um, he's had six steals in the past four games, um, and he's been scoring a lot, scoring well too. He's twenty-four points uh, in his last the uh, four games. I would say, really good. Uh, and then after that, I'm going to go with, uh, Zach Collins, um, Yaka And we're going to talk about this, Max, uh, the trade deadline, but Yaka Pirtle was a trade deadline move for, uh, the Raptors. So he's left San Antonio leaving the center spot open. And Zach Collins, uh, is a really good low end guy, low end, uh, center for your team. And he gets you rebounds and he'll, and he'll get you some points too. But uh, you kind of want him on your team because of his, his rebounding. And he gets some decent assist numbers for a center. My last player, Max, uh, (laughs) I I think this is the third time I've said this name, but I kind of want to say it again because uh, I was right. And that's Mark Williams, Max, Mark Williams. uh, I've been saying it for the past, I don't know, three, four weeks stash mark williams stash mark williams and guess who got traded max mason plumbly and huh. guess who's the starting center now and playing when he doesn't give him foul trouble now post tear deadline 30 minutes a game it's mark williams his ability to rebound if he can be a a, a more consistent uh, scorer and get you double digit points his ability to rebound and block shots is really high and and can be like a i don't know a top 100 player that's really that's gonna be really phenomenal. If he's still on your wires somehow, I don't know how, but in dynasty leagues, pick him up, and head-to-head leagues, pick him up for the season end. Uh, he's gonna get a lot of run because Charlotte is not good.
0: Hmm. Yeah. No. They're they are not good. Yeah. No. Okay. I like those. Let's see. I've got uh, Eric Gordon, recent trade to the L.A. Clippers. I think getting out of Houston, he was putting up you know fine numbers because he was taking shots whenever he wanted to because like only veteran presence. Um, I think he's going to find a little solid fit. Nick Batum has been really cold. I think some of those shots, they don't, don't um Clippers don't have Luke Kennard anymore. So I'm going to look at Aaron Gordon at the two uh, in that rotation. Uh, I'm going to say bones Highland as well, which is another trade um, leaving, um, leaving the nuggets. I like bones. He carries a lot, but the refs don't call it. So he goes and gets his buckets. Um, I like him for uh, just kind of point stats, a couple of assists. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then my last pick, and this one I really like, is Nas Reed. If he is still available in your leagues, uh, he is developing really nicely, in my opinion, for the Timberwolves. Um, and pick him up if you have not already. I think kind of finishing out this year as the Timberwolves try to kind of maintain seating and you know maybe try to get into the playoffs, he's going to be a key piece. Um, and he is really really good. I think he's underrated as a center. He's got length. Uh, he can shoot sometimes, and he can throw it down. And um, go so back. I like.
1: And Gobert has been playing with an injury too, Max, and Cap being already out. If they rest Gobert here and there, you'll want to pick no, up Nas Reed for the days that they don't have a yeah. center because he's he could be insane. And, and be Gobert
0: insane. is Gobert is come on. Come on. <laughs> All right. Well, that brings us to the NBA trade deadline. And we talked last week about the Kyrie trade to the Mavs. And we said, how does this make him better? What does this do? Brooklyn, oh my God, they're getting rid of it. No, Brooklyn just blew it up. And they sent Kevin freaking Durant to the oh, Phoenix suns. This was literally a trade that happened like overnight. It was like, it was like 1am like Phoenix time. Uh, yeah. it, it just like it dropped. It happened. Uh, and we had like no idea what was going on. I didn't, I could not have seen this coming. I don't know if anybody did nuts. No. Kevin Durant is now Phoenix sun. I get to go
1: watch him live. That's phenomenal. Yeah. Um, yeah, if you could, if you can figure out when he's coming back, Max. That first game is gonna be insane. So. Oh, I'm getting his jersey.
0: I'm getting his jersey.
1: Yeah, yeah. You, is that your first Suns jersey?
0: That'll be my first
1: Suns jersey. Oh, that'd be a nice. And you already have a Durant Warriors jersey, Dur- right? I have a Durant uh,
0: the Town from 2019. 2019.
1: Okay, so that's last year in, in the Warriors, right? Yeah, yeah, last year in the Warriors. Yeah. That, that Town jersey is nice too. So.
0: Yeah, yeah. I'm a. Big but sidetrack.
1: Uh, the Suns, wow. Wow, I know this is something that came up in the summer. Um I did not think it would get revisited. Rumor, though
0: it was like looser than loose.
1: Yeah, I did not think it would get revisited just because um of the time frame, right? Like when they did the Kyrie thing, I really thought that okay, Brooklyn's in fourth. Yeah, they got rid of Kyrie, but the reason why is so that, you know, I mean, when Kevin comes back, he'll keep that team in fourth obviously he'll keep that team in the playoff race and it makes sense to um to not fully blow it up and that's what they basically i thought is what they vocally told durant and what came out in the media obviously they were t- telling the media one thing but telling uh but really doing another and uh the fact that they did the other thing and within i don't know three or four days Kyrie and kevin durant are both traded uh, to the western conference gone just stunning just stunning um yeah well i guess initial thoughts max what do you think about uh phoenix and what do you think about brooklyn post trade
0: yes so i'm gonna start with brooklyn uh brooklyn is now my one of my new like favorite teams to watch Uh, (laughs) and it brought me back no 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 no, no, no. Was their, all it took was their stars
1: to leave.
0: <laughs> all it took was their stars to leave. No, 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 but seriously, if you think about who who Brooklyn got from both trades: Spencer Dinwiddie, Dorian Finney Smith, Cam Johnson, Mikkel Bridges.
1: Yeah. Uh, you know, now you're
0: pairing them up with Cam Thomas, Nick Claxton. There is no like certified all-star on that team. And I love it. You just got a bunch of guys who are young and can hoop. And and run. Uh, Bridges just dropped 45 points last night. So he clearly is getting a point to shine. Uh, and, and if you watch how they play, you know, yeah, you got, still got Joe Harris, Yuta Watanabe. It's just a bunch of guys who just want to play basketball. So for me, Brooklyn didn't increase necessarily their championship for this year, but they just made themselves a lot more fun. And I think you can develop those guys actually really nicely. Their coach is still doing a great job. Um, and again, you don't have, you know, top two top 10 players anymore, but you have a lot of really good hoopers.
1: And I like yeah. that. You know, what? It, this, this team reminds me of, um, it gives me 2019 vibes. That's what I'm talking about. Like w- when it was, uh,
0: D and Spencer Dinwiddie and Rondé yeah. Hollis, Jefferson and Jared yeah. Allen. That's exactly what I'm talking about. I got those vibes again. I love that team. It was fun and it was young and all they wanted to do was hoop.
1: And they won a lot of games.
0: So mm-hmm. I, am going to. I think they made the first round. They made the first round. Yep. Yeah. I'm getting so, the same you know vibes. I, yeah. think,
1: I think we're going to get some of the same vibes. I love Mikael Bridges. I think Mikael Bridges uh, is super underrated, and I think people are going to really see him shine in Brooklyn as a two-way player. Um, I wonder how efficient he's going to be. One of the things that was a huge firm in, in Phoenix was that he was the third option. So playing with Chris Paul, you get really super efficient shots right? Now he's more of the creator. We saw it in the 45 point game. He can still be efficient on this team. Uh, we're going to have to see, uh, and, and maybe Spencer Dinwiddie helps with that, right? He's the second option. Uh, he's going to be a really good scorer for them too. It's so funny how, uh, how we think about the likability of the team, because I do have that. I do have that same thing of like, okay, Katie, Kyrie, Harden are all gone. Ben Simmons is like, not really playing. He's like basically almost out of the rotation. They're giving him like because 15 he stinks. Minutes. He's he's just his his I don't know his his head is not. In I don't it right even straight. I don't
0: even I don't even think about him anymore. You know, what? actually, I was having this conversation with my brother, and and when I said that, uh, I told him the same thing. I was like, oh, they don't really have like you know an all star. And he's like, oh, well, what about Ben Simmons? And I was, like, I don't, I don't even think about him because he's not he's not. I don't know where he algorithm. fits on the
1: team, Max. The whole point of Ben Simmons on that he doesn't team, fit in the NBA. He, Period. Um, yeah, the shooting oh, is tell definitely me that. an
0: issue. No, tell me that, Trey. I don't, no, 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 Talent-wise, yes, He he's
1: a he's a professional basketball he player. He should Trey. be. I Mentally, will say that he should be better than he is. He should be better than he is.
0: How many chances does he need? Yeah. No, no, yeah. no, I'm serious. Yeah, I'm no, serious. No, was, he is a guy who does not want to that. play
1: basketball. I would I would agree with that. I would agree with the fact that, yeah, he's had a lot of chances um, to start, to be a star, we've seen him be an all-star uh deservedly so in those years in in, yeah, in the 76ers yeah, yeah. Yeah, but no wrong with that. but since then um i don't know what he thinks about when he comes onto the court you can see he's yes. even more even more passive than he was uh in the end of his run in in, <laughs> in philadelphia like he doesn't even look at the basket. He he goes to the three point line and turns around for a pass to someone else. Like he doesn't even go for um, for shots at the rim. He's six ten. He should be bullying people to the rim mm-hmm. for layups. Mm-hmm. Um, he's just yeah. So the fact that he's gotten twenty minutes, they've basically um, I liken him to, uh, you know how they dealt and and like I, this is not a perfect comparison but um tim tebow when he was a quarterback and uh he started he started out remember he made the playoffs that like first or second year with denver and people were like oh it's a new thing and then remember as you got to his last year they basically tried him out at tight end for jacksonville like and they were trying him out out at tight end ben simmons was the point guard max they're trying to put him in at like center well, they're like, trying to give him. Something. They don't know. Wh- they don't know where to fit him. Like, it, but they're trying yeah. to give him chances, and they don't know where to fit him. Um, I just right. so I, again. It's kind go of becoming that. If,
0: if you can't develop a jump shot, and you have the best trainers and all the time and money in the world, get out of here. If you can't develop a jump shot, that is so where the NBA is going.
1: I will. I will. Uh, I don't know if I fully agree with that because he what he's good at was not jump shooting to begin with. The fact that. So like I would I would hearken to like Giannis where Giannis is not good at jump shooting but he knows what he's good at and he continues to keep doing it and get better at it right yeah and 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 I'll be, the fact that Ben Simmons should know what he's good at everyone knows what Ben Simmons is good at but the fact that he's not doing that is what is different from uh Ben Simmons of the past is that everything that he was once good at he's no longer doing
0: mm-hmm.
1: so that's the issue with Ben Simmons and and why that's happening and if he can ever figure out developmentally how to get back to the to what he was in like 2017 um he'll be he'll be back to normal but uh it's been too many years since that time to to really trust that he can get back as soon as possible you know what i mean so no, that's I why they're agree. giving him 10 15 minutes yeah yeah
0: no i agree and well so and as for the suns um getting kevin durant i mean that's a wild trade people I I get it. You know, this always comes up. Oh, he's getting older, but you know, he's more of an injury risk than LeBron. But if his longevity keeps up, he is still one of the best basketball players to play the game, Uh, especially currently having that on the Suns with Chris Paul, who is going to find creative ways to get Kevin Durant the ball with Devin Booker, who that's a one two punch right there. When you talk about raw scoring. oof, oof, that's a one two punch. That's a 1-2 punch. And Devin Booker, guess what? He can move off the ball. People don't mm-hmm. realize that. Like he can go get his buckets elsewhere. He can just go and spot up and bang out. Like yeah, he's a great iso player and he's a great, you know, ball handler and forward and guard whatever he plays, but he he can work with Kevin Durant. And the biggest thing for me, Deandre Ayton. This is going to open up a lot of stuff for him and I think this is also going to give him a reason to stay in the Valley.
1: Can I, can I give you my hot take? What? This hurts DeAndre Ayton.
0: No, I disagree. Yes.
1: I, I, yes. And I'll tell you why. It's because when everyone is healthy, I think DeAndre Ayton has had, uh, reasons to kind of get back into a shell of himself. Um, when, when there's a healthy Booker, when there's a healthy Paul and Booker is taking more of the offensive load, uh, DeAndre Ayton kind of doesn't do all the things that he's supposed to be doing on the court. Um, and when we saw when Booker was out for those 20-some-odd games, DeAndre Drayton stepped up because he was asked to do more and he was the second option.
0: Yeah, but, but even during n- that time, he, the, at the beginning, Shrey, he was still not that great.
1: At the beginning of what? At the, yeah, at the but beginning he, but, of Booker's
0: absence. But, but he yeah, figured it the out. End, 45, 15, yeah, 45-15, yeah.
1: He figured matter? it out. He figured it out. And it's because he's asked to do more and they, they need him to, to be that person. But when now you get healthy Paul, healthy Booker, healthy Durant, Where's the usage for Ayton? Is Ayton going to rebound like he normally does? Uh, because he's definitely not going to get the scoring opportunities uh, that mean? he
0: normally does. Is... No, see, I disagree. I think this is mm. so Kevin Durant in Brooklyn. Nick Claxton does everything that DeAndre Ayton does just worse. So like the rim running, the shot blocking, and the line threat.
1: He does not do. DeAndre Ayton is a horrible shot blocker.
0: I'm saying he's good. No, uh, not worse than Nick Claxon. He's Claxton. awful. Nick Claxton. Anyway. Nick
1: Claxon is the first. You know Nick Claxon leads the league in blocks?
0: No, he doesn't.
1: He does. He's he's first or second behind. Currently? His, with Jer-
0: yes, currently. He's All right. a 2.5 well, block. That's fine. Player. Nick Claxon can't shoot a free throw, let alone shoot. That's okay. At least had a mid-range, and he can shoot that is a free. That is fair. But, but, but Okay, fine. Offensively, lob threat. Okay, fine. We'll, we'll ignore defense. But offensively, Kevin Durant worked really well with Nick Claxton. Yeah, DeAndre I would agree with Ayton that. is a better offensive version of Nick Claxton. DeAndre Ayton, we we forget he's still a rim runner as much as he is a post player.
1: Uh, I would. Kevin Durant
0: creates so much space. Yes, DeAndre Ayton. Remember, remember, uh, the, he has the a better game.
1: The- Ayton has a better game, and that's a part of his game, Max. So if he's not able to do all the things that he can do because of the usage on the court. I don't think he'll be fully utilized, and he'll have a reason to go back into last year's Aiton. Like they'll have three healthy.
0: I don't know, dude. Insane I think players. I would because you know that Kevin Durant's going to make the right play every time. If I was DeAndre Aiton, I'm going hard. I'm going hard And because here's the okay. thing too: is that okay. like for him, remember how he was like gonna, maybe going to go to the Pacers, and then they like grounded the plane. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. then <laughs> he, you know, he kind of <laughs> wants to go somewhere else. Now you leave, you have Kevin Durant in the Valley for, you know, the, at least the rest of this year, but his contract is till 2026. Yeah. This gives him a reason to stay and to really step up because the Suns are a completely different team. The addition of Terrence Ross, Darius Baisley, those are two solid role players
1: that now you don't have, you no know, more Sarich. Um, they got Craig Okogi, like they, their bench is a little bit worse off, but I would say that they're better off as a team because yeah. of Durant, obviously.
0: Yes, and DeAndre Ayton is still gonna be that guy. I, I hope at some point they find a real true backup center. Uh because Bisbank Biombo, he's a great shot alterer. Um but he has not, yeah,
1: And and Landell is, is, is okay, but like they're not consistent.
0: Landell yeah, so. is I like him, but he's like basically just there for rebounds. Yeah, yeah. But, I mean it's fine.
1: It's cool. It's cool for
0: certain situations, but he's just cool. there to like grab boards. But I would
1: say, I, I, and I may be totally wrong, Max, on this. I may be completely off on this, but I, well, just I like think it. That you, we don't normally disagree. Yeah, I just think. You don't I just think that, disagree. Okay. I just think Aiton is uh, uh, when when there's not enough on the plate for him, he tends to kind of push it away. For it. you know what I mean? Like I, that's oh. what I think. Okay. All right.
0: I guess I guess we're gonna have to see, man. We're gonna have to see. Okay. All right. That's right. We got winners real quick before mm-hmm. we get out of here. We got winners of the trade deadline and we've got losers. Yeah. My first winner, well, I guess our first winner is the LA Lakers. Yeah. Um super I, I'm shocked to say this. Impressive, impressive. trade deadline haul. Uh you <laughs> I mean, let, let's just people, if you don't know what happened, you got rid of, right? Russell Westbrook. Tough, did not fit. Pat Bev, the worst. Thomas Bryant, weirdly large ego. And Juan Toscano Anderson, who I actually really like. Um, But again, you know, could do well somewhere else. And Damian Jones, to get in return, Rui Hachimura. Oh, you also got rid of Kendrick Nunn, who has been on your roster for three, four years and done absolute zero. To get Rui Hachimura, D'Lo, Mo Bamba, Jared Vanderbilt, who is one of my favorite young
1: players, Malik Beasley, and Devon Reed. Wow. That's a, yeah, phenom- phenomenal for them, and I had no hope for them because it felt like every 10 seconds LeBron was asking for... Remember he basically said... Remember after the Kyrie trade, he, he tweeted out, like, is it me? <laughs> like, like he basically was like... like I was walk like,
0: a lonely road, the only one that I have ever known. Is it me? Maybe it's yeah, it was a tweet. It was maybe it's me. Maybe it's Stands me. Stands right? alone at the top of a mountain. Just <laughs> no one else there. The wind blowing in his receding hairline. Oh my so, god.
1: So like it's it, it it's kind of insane that Polinka made some like really sneaky good moves. Um they got young okay. players, they got exactly what they needed shooters, um, they got like depth now. Like, I don't know if it's enough. But it's it's it, I would say it's good. I would say it's really good of a haul. Uh, I think it's really good. I don't know Beavis. if it's enough to get out of the to get out of the spot they're in, but uh, maybe it's enough to make the play in. I'm The I long rest of the season, you never know, yeah. Shred,
0: Too, because they still have Dennis Schroeder. They still have Austin yep. Reeves, Anthony yep. Davis. Knock on wood is currently healthy. Uh, Malik Beasley. Malik Beasley is a great pickup too.
1: Yeah, yeah, for sure. Shooting and sh- just
0: shooting. Uh, they needed that, and then D'Lo. It's he, he's still cooking. Um. I don't personally like enjoy him as a player, but I uh, he's good.
1: And, you know what and I mean? Vanderbilt too, Max. And you oh my god, about Jared it.
0: Vanderbilt, man. That's v- Vanderbilt awesome. is
1: cool and he's a rebounder. <laughs> he's um cool. and that's and that's he's cool. I like him. Um he's a rebounder and they don't have depth rebounding, Max. Like they have Wendy and Gabriel, and they had Bryant. Um, but I think Vanderbilt is a better rebounder than both of them. Uh yeah. for his size and uh his athleticism. And he's young, too. Uh, So if they're able to keep him, like that's a good young piece that you can keep keep on the team. Absolutely. That's a big W for the Lakers.
0: Second team that hauled, did a great, just great turnaround, and just basically improved their roster, Portland Trailblazers. Now, Mm. they're kind of in a similar situation. They're not doing too good uh, standing-wise right now. But all they really had to give up was, what, Josh Hart and a couple picks? Yeah, two yeah. second-round picks and two Josh two Hart to get a return of Cam Reddish and Matisse Theibel. They got a first-rounder. And a first-rounder. And a, and a first it
1: was a first-rounder for this year. This year. Yeah, that's huge, too. This yeah.
0: year. And they got Ryan Arsh- 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 <laughs> <laughs> That They're going to get. But Matisse Thibel, who he wasn't fitting on Philly anymore. I think he's still a really good player. I, you know his dad actually comes into my bar? Oh, that's cool. Yeah, it's pretty neat. He like I didn't know put he was on from the, the Philly, Philly games. That's cool. Yeah. yeah, we put the. I don't know. I don't think he's from here, but I think his dad lives here now. Oh, okay, cool, cool. cool. Um, but we put on the Philly games on like the big screen when he comes in. It's pretty cool. And then Cam nice. Reddish, I
1: think that's a great pickup. I, yeah, I think, like I think I think the depth. I think they got real depth for uh for Hart. Like yeah. to 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 lose Hart who I love Hart, oh, I yeah, think I'm Hart sorry. is super underrated. Yep. Um and he's just like a hustle guy. And he does everything on the court that you could ask for from a wing player. He's not the best scorer, but he's good at all across the board, right? He's not good. He's not amazing at one thing, but he's good at everything, mm-hmm. which uh, I like those players, especially as depth pieces. Um, so that's a great pickup for the Knicks. But then for the, for the Blazers, they have, they got depth now at wing. And uh, we just, heard, we just heard from uh, the Blazers about Anthony Simons. Uh, he's going to be out with a grade two ankle sprain. Right. And so that's tough. That's a starter that, that is leaving for probably yeah. a month, right? Yeah. And to not have that, but to now come in and you have Thaible and um uh, and and uh, reddish that can that can kind of take apart take some of that minutes, some of those minutes up and really play well defensively by and and maybe they won't add enough offensively, obviously, because Simons is a 20 point per game scorer. But mm-hmm. defensively, they they make up a lot for um, Simon's deficiencies and for Hart, who's who's leaving the rotation as well. So mm-hmm. um, I think those are good pickups to get more depth on that that guard wing spot. And they didn't really have to give up a lot like Hart is big, but they got the first round pick like. I think yeah. that's pretty good.
0: Yeah, no, I, I totally agree. Yeah, I know. I think I think they did. I think that's that's a W. The W for the Blazers, and they still, they shade and sharp on the Blazers. Love, yes, exactly. He is insane. All right, you got to give our losers. uh, Our first one is the Detroit Pistons. (laughs) L, L, you guys, you guys,
1: dude. What are you doing? What are you doing, Pistons? What are you doing? You have Dalen Duran, dude. You have Jalen Duran. Why are you Uh, like? Why are you so like crazy? Like heart eyes for James Wiseman. how many of the same player can you have? How many of the same position can you have? Stewart, Durin Bagley, Wiseman. Do they have anyone else, Max? Am I think am I missing anybody? Because they shouldn't. I feel lot. like they could just pick a lineup of all these players. Yeah, it's like that's
0: a lot. They all, and they all do like the same thing. And and you already <laughs> have problems with Bagley as an injury as an injury prone forward, right? You gave like him
1: fo- you gave him like forty million dollars. Yeah. You what so. D- are you basically saying that that signing stinks? Like he's hurt, and like you don't want him to even come back because that's why you're going to get Wiseman? Like, what's the point?
0: We, uh, I, Wiseman's an injury-prone center. I mean, Wiseman, oh, yeah, there yeah. was a lot of hype. There was a lot of hype around him, and if he couldn't get like stuff done in the Warriors, who who don't have think, a big man, they have do Don't have big a big man. It, and they're a pretty fair team, I would think. You got one of the best coaches
1: ever. Yeah, I don't get it. I really don't get it. I don't understand the build. I thought Duran was playing really phenomenally since he got into the starting lineup. He is he re- uh I know he's had an ankle injury the past couple of games and hopefully that's going to be uh Doesn't matter. Out.
0: I'll I'll ignore that because yes, when he's healthy he's really solid. He just
1: had a, like a 30-17 game, Max. Yep. Like we know what his ceiling is. Like he can be a really good scorer. Um, he's decent at free throw shooting and rebounding. He's phenomenal, and he he can even mm-hmm. get you some defensive stats as well. Like he's been good across the board. Mm-hmm. Why aren't mm-hmm. you developing that guy? Why are you bringing another guy to compete with him? And now both of them can't develop properly. <laughs> you know what I mean? Ah, why does my foot hurt? <laughs> <laughs> like it's just like ah. Okay, L. Yeah, L. All I can say is L, L,
0: L. L. The second L. Of this trade deadline is the second round pick
1: 41 second round, pick.
0: second round picks have been traded this year 41 no one People wants do, them max nobody <laughs> wants them so if you're somebody who's looking to enter the nba and you're not going to be a first rounder you you could go anywhere man like go anywhere I,
1: like the teams that traded like five second round picks to another team are they expecting that other team to not trade all five of them somewhere else like i feel like these are just like um uh second round picks are like uh nba nfts where no one actually uses them but they just get traded around for value you know what i mean yeah like they like they're the nba version of of an nft that's that's literally it you just trade them for value but you can't you don't want to actually use them and so you because you have too many of them in this case but i think that's kind of funny that like Like, who knows? And second round picks can become anyone, right? Like, we've seen Jokic get drafted second round. Nurkic was a second round pick. uh, Isaiah Thomas, like, you know, going back, like, you know what I mean? Like, there's so many good second round picks if you know how to, like, draft that late into drafts Mm -hmm. and scout that late into drafts. For some reason, they're just kind of used as trade chips. And especially this year, they're used, there's been a ton of them that have gone across the board. So, yeah. No, seriously.
0: Um, yeah,
1: that's an L. The second <laughs> back.
0: But yeah. yeah, you can get anybody out of it. All right, folks. Well, thank you for um, uh, your time and your ears uh, and your souls. Uh, you've been listening to another episode of Amateur Hour, a professional sports podcast by people who have never played professional sports. I'm your host, Max, along with Treyas, and we will see you next time. Peace.